Hello and welcome to the resurrection of the five minutely. Why are you making the, it sound so religious? May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? I repeat, may I have your attention, please? This is another public service announcement brought to you in part by Accounting High. The views and events expressed here are of the next generation of accounting and tech professionals leading this space. The events and suggestions are not to be taken lightly. Children should not partake in the listening of this podcast. So without further ado, introducing the star of our show, Michael Lee and Scott Scarana, join us this week's Five Minutely Choice Topics on running their respective Modern Where Michael tries firms. to convince Scott to read the Bible. Oh, wait, that's, that's a weekly text Actually, I get from you. That's a good, no, no, perfect. That's perfect. So, um, the, the great segue where I just started recording some specials with Twyla on Atomic Habits and I, I need somebody else to record specials on the Bible. Do you want to be the, <laughs> you're going to have a little Bible co-host? tip segment on your, uh, podcast? we are, yeah, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to read pages of the Bible and then after we read it, I'm going to rip the and page you're gonna out smoke it that roll it yeah and smoke it that, into a joint because great. it is it is in in it's the in air the, it's on the airwaves after that right i won't ever have to read it again i can just go back and listen to that episode you're breathing in the so, word of god you're breathing it in exactly exactly i will inhale it i will inhale it so seven micro habits that will help you become a better leader at your accounting firm brought to you by Carbon, Carbon magazine, magazine. CarbonHQ.com. Keep it next to your bedside. Slash resources. Oh, yeah. See, they, they, have, they have updated the webpage. Oh, yeah. Now, the K in their logo is next to magazine. It just says magazine. They're yeah. baller. They dropped the carbon. Because they <laughs> know the carbon is known by the reader, by the world. Yeah. Seven resources, seven micro habits that will help you become a better leader at your accounting firm. So Michael, champion your... Why did you pick this? I didn't this? pick it, Scott. Don't you lie. <laughs> First Bible tip, don't lie. <laughs> so okay, okay. champion yes, your employee's professional I development. I, I don't know if these seven are in any particular order, like you have to do these in order, but these are the effective accounting firm leaders. So champion your, your employee's professional development. Man, I, I don't... I don't remember the last firm I've heard of that makes this a priority. Have you, you Scott? Have you heard of a firm that makes this a priority? Because I've not. Every firm should make this a priority, and they should all get subscriptions to Earmark CPE and have their employees listen to podcasts, especially especially the Nick's Tips section. Nick's Tips and Five Minutes. We can we can merge them together so it's one five minutely and one Nick's tips will make one CPE yes. credit. So we can marry the two. That would weave them together. So yeah. so the this whole so, employee professional development is growth. Uh, you know I I like this one. People want to have growth. People at your firms want to grow, especially those so that are young. Like you like it. You're making fun. No, of No, I'm not I, making I fun of it. I'm just grow. saying I don't know many firms that care about this. They they. So they yeah. should, yeah. yeah, but they should, and they should put a percentage of people's time into development. I think that's, that's the point you were trying to make. And I think that's, I, a, that's a valid point. I think point. The, the, the number one thing you can do, you know, I, I don't, I don't think 
paying for webinars or CP online is, is really the kicker. I think the life-changing professional development investment is bring your employee to a conference with you or bring a set of employees to a conference. That is a huge investment because not only is it the education they'll hopefully get when they're there, but it's introducing them to the world and the friends and the industry of people that you and I have met, right? So when I bring, when I'm able to bring an employer to, and if, honestly, it's just fun. It's just fun because you get to bring them, you get to hang out, you know, travel together, eat together, spend time together. That's a huge investment that worlds are colliding when that worlds happens. are colliding. Worlds are colliding yeah. and, and, and growth happens and things happen that are unplanned and unprovoked. I did it. When I brought them to ZeroCon, they, you know, they, they came back new people, right? Rejuvenated. Yeah. Like they learn a bunch. They know a lot of my friends because of the ZeroCons. And right? they're, like, and they're inspired. Um, they're inspired by what you get inspired by. They see the bigger vision of what your firm could be now because they see the bigger yeah. industry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. You know, there's a lot going on outside your doors. So <laughs> go put your head out in the wild. Be present in the moment. This is one that my, that's where my heart is, is present in the moment. And so what do you take on that? That's you two? creating your podcast, being present in the moment. You don't think yeah. about the past. You don't yeah. think about the future. Think about the moment. No, um, being present in the moment. You know, I, I don't know if this is just a pithy thought, but I think it I think it speaks to the attention that your firm needs right now um, in the moment and prioritizing prioritizing correctly the things that need to get done to move your firm forward. And then when you're connecting with yeah. your team, you know, when you're connecting with your team, being present and there not thinking about something else, especially when you're with your team in staff meetings or in leadership meetings, being present there as a leader. This is a huge one for you, buddy. You need to work on being present in the moment and putting your phone away. Why, Why is that? Whenever I'm with you in person, you always have your phone open. You're I'm reading the magazine right checking. now <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> Carbon magazine. I'm not talking about this second. See, that that's something in the moment you got to recognize. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about every that's other true. time. You know, you want to be present in the moment, putting your phone away and giving everything your full Scott's attention. Scott's indirectly you know, like, sharing how emotionally hurt he is by the lack of attention I give him when we're hanging out. It's really, uh, not just me, it's everything. It's really Scott. You know, it's, it's, really it's, Scott. it's different. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure your family doesn't like it either. My I know mine doesn't like it. If I'm, if I'm somewhere else, so it's not just phone though. I, I'll be honest. Like for me, I, my phone could be miles away but my mind is right. miles away too. Right. You know, it's not just the right. phone. It's, it's going home. Somebody, it's going home. Yeah. When I go home, it's being able to disconnect and go, can, am I fully present at home with my family? Am I fully present with the- Severance. With my fully, yeah. Am I fully present with the person I'm with? Am I giving them the attention? Severance. Yeah. Severance is a new show with Adam Scott on um, Apple TV. And it's about- when you, it's a, it's a place that implants you with something that when you leave the work, you don't even remember your work. You don't know who that is. You don't know whatever that is. And you're mm. at home. But then when you leave home, it severances your brain from your home too. You don't even know who that is. You have wow. no memory of either one. So when you're at work, you're a hundred thousand percent present. When you're at home, you don't even thinking about what's going on at work. It's kind of crazy. Fun, All right. So 
yes, being present in the moment, super important, um, especially without multitasking. That is something mm-hmm. that got a bad rep. Mm-hmm. Multitasking is misunderstood. I think what people need to really understand is if you can do something on autopilot that doesn't require any brain power, then you can do something else. But it's very, very few things that humans can do two at once. And that's like doing the dishes, right? I don't know how to do the dishes. Don't even try to talk to me if I'm doing the dishes. Don't try to. But if Juana is, she can do many different things. But I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. And I'm too worried about getting like dirt on my hands and stuff and getting my hands dirty. I understand that you're working with soap and everything, but don't don't ask me to touch a dish. Okay. Um create sorry. a bad, bad create example. a periodic yeah. performance review and follow it up. We have quarterly Touch conversations bases. and instead of doing it yeah, yeah and, and an always a constant conversation that's continually happening. So that's a great way to start doing that. So as far as like a micro habit to just start doing this, a good way to start and be consistent is schedule all the first ones and do that and do that with the intention of if if it doesn't come up, it's going to happen on the next one because you got it recurring. You know, may, maybe the down. way to say this is make it a regular practice to let your employees know where are they at in your business you know, their performance level, how are they doing, where are their growth opportunities, where are they falling short? Make that a regular practice. I feel like a performance review date is this excuse of, well, I don't talk to my employees all we- all year <laughs> and then and then I'm going to talk to them at that one time. If that's the only time they know the position of where they're at with your company, that's, it's kind of sad. The next one, be a coach. Ah, uh, the, coach. the coach. This is a, uh, the coach and the hero. I think... I, the voice of I the heroes. I think there are, there are particular people in your organization you should be a coach for, and there are ones that, you, that there are actually other people that should be coaches for. Because being a coach and being a manager are two different roles. Um, and then even being a mentor is a different role. And so, and the skill of coaching is developed and you actually have to develop people to get that skill, including yourself. Most people yes. are terrible at coaching. They're great at talking. They're great at sharing advice. They're great at, you know, being a, a unintentional mentor, but they're ter- and maybe, but most, most people are terrible at coaching and probably terrible at managing, frankly, on both. Um, Cause coaching Coaching, true, true good coaches require zero, actual zero background in the, in the person that you're coaching, zero background in what they're doing. You actually have to be great at, at questions. That's actually the number one skill set. Questions. Yes. yes. That, I knew that was coming because that's, that's it. it. If you can ask the right questions, you learn everything when you first meet that person, you know, especially letting them talk. Some people are good at giving advice. Like I, I would say I'm one of those people. I'm very good at, you know, giving my two cents, but I don't listen and I don't ask questions. I'm starting to get better at that. I'm starting to get better at that a little bit. But, you know, it takes some coaching for me to become a better listener and a better um, manager and a better coach. Number five, be human. That's what you and I are. I, I don't know what it's opposing to, like being, instead of being a robot or being an animal, we're being, we're being human. Yeah, wow, I'm not really sure. You can do this by sharing personal news. It doesn't have to be huge or deeply personal. So be vulnerable, you know? Um, 
talk about yourself your life in the third person and it's not just about that but your life experiences right and think about it in the perspective of you're sharing your experience so people can learn from it i i realize that too like if you made a mistake in the past tell them about it instead of covering it up because if you did something wrong then they're not afraid to screw something up as well you know if you're talking to your team about how this should be done tell them how you learned how to do it too and overshare sometimes sometimes it's not that bad you know it's sometimes whatever you think might be pretty bad too so don't always have to be a hundred percent and put your guard up for everything don't you know you gotta let them you gotta let them fuck up well i like being i, I like Everybody's this i like human. being vulnerable about uh about with my team i think just showing that you're not you're not a perfect person you're not a perfect leader um well that goes right into being right. honest right effective leaders rely on being honest and if ever you subconsciously want to bend the truth quickly correct yourself you know sometimes people will accidentally exaggerate things or talk about something that might not be true correct yourself and say oh that, that was that sorry i meant to say this you know because i'm somebody who does that <laughs> and then, so i have to consciously tell the truth sometimes so being honest is always the best policy what do you have to say about honesty i like it it's good it's good it's good stuff. it's good stuff you know being honest and uh being honest is kind being honest is kind that is what i used to say have you heard that before Honesty. So we're, uh, I think I was talking to Nicole about this on Nick's tips. Um, it was the difference between kindness and nice, right? So people, and the example I was using was like people from the East Coast, from New York and stuff are very blunt and brutally honest mm. sometimes. Um, people from California are, are very, not Nicole, she's not, she's not one that's like that, but people from California tend to be very like, you know, super like dishonest almost. Like they don't tell you how they really feel because they want to be nice. You know, they got to be nice. And maybe it's not just a California thing, but there's there's people in your life, I'm sure, that tell you how it is to tell you when you've got something in your teeth versus somebody that says you look great and they don't even mean Right, right. You know? So kind and nice, the difference. Kind is honest. And it might be advice or things that you don't want to hear. In you the might moment, not like it, but you might you not, not like, like it. it, but honesty is yeah. better. So if reacting to things the right way too, you know, if you don't like something to tell somebody something negative, I think, I think there's a context a too. You got to make sure that the audience is able to hear it and ready to hear it. Cause you can yeah. be honest and, and then the audience is not ready or you don't have the relationship or the authority to say it. Or if there is an audience right. too, if there's an audience, that's embarrassing to somebody. Right. Um, if right. you're criticizing something in front of, if you tell somebody they have something in their teeth in front of a bunch of other people, that's embarrassing. But if you pull them aside and tell them, they will really appreciate it. So that's, it's always context. You're right. And then, Share um, the praise. And then, yeah, this, this led right into that one. Share the praise and encourage others to do the same. Compliment sandwiches, right? <laughs> Compliment sandwiches. 
I don't know why I laughed at you that know, comment. Say, I just, like, say something good. <laughs> I, 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 I always like leave it up there just for you to laugh. I expect anything I say, you're just going to either laugh or say, where did that come from? That has nothing it's to do with It's a compliment sandwich. <laughs> the Oreo. We have a compliments. kudos channel on our... Why don't our, you call it the Oreo channel? channel? And it's basically... Chewy yeah, it's based off the company Chewy, <laughs> the, the Chewy company and... It's basically a way for people to go on and, and give praise to somebody else's work or somebody else's accomplishments. Or is that what Chewy's Chewy's uh, does? Chew, um, Chewy is like I don't know. Chewy's a company that sells pet food online, and people love Chewy and they love the customer service and they love the way. I like the granola yeah. bars. Uh, I, I don't know if it has anything related to granola bars, but yeah, that's it's it's the pet company online. That's the Chewy. Okay, so I was thinking kudos is in the snack. Yeah. When you said kudos, I was thinking kudos that. is a snack. Definitely, um, that's a good snack. Yeah, that, those those it's are pretty tasty. good. I like. Don't kudos. know if this. Um, I like combos too. At least going to make it, make it. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm not even tracking the time of these episodes. I'm just really roll, as rolled they are. the stone away and resurrected five minutely. You have come out from the grave. You took your three day recess, right? Isn't that what Jesus needed? <laughs> a three day break. Three days, three months, whatever. Oh, was no, it three I'm months? I'm just joking. I, I I just like joking. I'm, just, I'm just joking. I don't know how long the break yeah. before. You're getting the Jesus um, uh, comparison on this episode. Michael Lee's coming back from the dead. Jesus Christ. Bible. <laughs> Next episode of, of Five Minute Leave. We're going to be talking about the Bible. Peace out, everybody. Peace out.